12 minutes to go in normal time. Liverpool 3-0. Call it, take it quickly, Origi! Welcome to the Redscast podcast. The Reds are B-A-C-K back, baby. 3-1 win against Tottenham. Made up. I'm joined today by Steve. And I'm also joined by a Spurs fan. Graham, how are we doing, mate? Uh, not too bad, buddy. Not too bad. Oh, uh, how's it feel to be beaten by Liverpool? We were shit at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to start like that, is it? Right, OK. Um, Harry, to be fair, you're the best team on the night. Um, and you played a team that can't defend for toffee. So, um, yeah, to be, to be fair, you didn't score a goal since, was it 28th of, January, uh, 28th of December? And then you can't yeah. bend three past us. So <laughs> um, it doesn't really say much for our defence. Why do you think that is, though? Because Mourinho is notorious for being like a really good, like setting up as the, as the team, really good defensively. He hasn't got a he hasn't got a game B, so basically it'll be a case of we'll go out, we'll play five at the back um, against your three up front, which is deadly from the start. Um, he plays people out of position. Um, he likes Dyer because Dyer speaks Portuguese. Um, <laughs> that's basically the reason he gets in the team. He's not a centre back. He never has been a centre back. Um, Toby on the bench. Um, Obviously, Regulon was injured, which was a massive blow. I think if Regulon was playing and but dying down the wings, it might have been a bit different. Um, but Doherty, Aurier, Rodon. I mean, I mean, if you look at your if you look at your club, your two main central defenders are out, right, and they are class. However, yeah. if you look at your two right back and left back, they're the best in the country by a mile. So you've got that always going forward. You've got that defensive-minded player as well. We've we've got Aurier and Doherty. <laughs> it's, it's it's not even a close resemblance. Well, didn't Aurier apparently um, leave at half time as well? Yeah, supposedly there was a, a row between um, Lloris Dyer and an Aurier. He was complaining that one of them should have got the ball out or cleared it uh, for the first goal. I'll make him right, um, but I think the way that he acted, uh, Mourinho said he doesn't want that around the club um, and sent him home um, out of the stadium and back home. So he's going to be gone. I don't think he'll play for us again, um, which I, I, it's not really a, not really an issue, really. It's a bit of calamity. Uh, <laughs> but we were, there, we were there for him when his brother was murdered and stuff. So I'd expect him to show a bit more respect to the club. Yeah. Steve, how do you feel finally getting a win? Ah, it's fantastic, isn't it? Um, we've had a month of absolute, like... And I say depression, it's not all that bad, but where we've come from, the, the heights that we were at, and we've just had a month of... Probably, you'd probably call it average football, considering well, where would, we are on the table. I wouldn't call it average. <laughs> um, no, but look, we're still... We're still in the mix for the Champions League spot after a month of arguably the worst football we've played in five years. Yeah. And to go away to Spurs and get three points, regardless of who's in charge, who they're playing, it's not to be sniffed up. 
Well, Liverpool always seems to turn up against the bigger teams, don't they? When you think back to like a couple of seasons ago when we were playing Leicester, everyone was saying, oh, they're going to turn you over. And then we turned up and dominated them when they were, I think they were our closest rivals around Boxing Day. What do you think it is? Do you think, it's, do you think the motivations back at Liverpool when they play a bigger team and it'll send us on a run? Do you think it was scoring the two goals against United that give us the confidence to go and score again? What What is it? Because even Trent, Trent looked back to his absolute best and since Palace, he's been arguably one of the poorest players on the pitch. Yeah, it's, Trent's massive. Um, Bobby Firmino as well. I thought he's been off for a few weeks and against Spurs, I thought he was fantastic. Past few weeks, he hasn't been at it. The ball's been bouncing off his knee. Uh, he couldn't get the ball under control. Second touch is always a tackle. Like he's been off now against Spurs, the ball stuck, and he was back to being that glue again. Um, so that helped. I thought Manny was fantastic. But getting back to Trent, he's been probably one of our worst performers over the past month. Um, Graham, I don't know whether you've watched much of our games, but Trent yeah, has not been not been up to standard. Um, but yet he was back, he was pinging crosses in, the accuracy was there, the defensive side of his game, still not quite there, he was getting dribbled past a little little bit, but I thought massive improvement from Trent. Graham, you had 49% of the possession, which is one of the highest possessions that people have had against Liverpool in recent weeks, but you've only managed to have two shots on target. Is I know you mentioned your defence, but you've arguably got one of the best attacks in the league and you aren't having any shots or any chances why do you think that is uh well yeah i mean if you look at your your makeshift center back or both of them makeshift center backs um you know we've got kane and son which i think is the best partnership that the premier league's seen since Shearer and sutton um the way that they, they play together the way that you know telepathy we just couldn't get anything we haven't got a midfield we've got um whole Hol- is it holberg brilliant player um he holds it. He did. He dominates it. He's a, he's a solid midfield. Apart from that, when you look around the left and the right side, um, we just haven't got anyone that that can create um, a pass for a striker to run onto. If it's not Son creating for Kane or Kane creating for Son, there is no creative midfielder that we've got in the club that can just ping a ball out. We lost Ericsson. Okay, he wasn't playing great when he, he ended up leaving and with his bad attitude, but and he hasn't done well at Inter, so that's karma. <laughs> um, but he, um, we haven't got that spark. And then, you know, so when Kane goes off injured, you know, we've, we bought a backup striker. Uh, we've got Gareth Bauer, Champions League winner, sitting on the bench, and he brings on Eric Lamella. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to ask you for tonight because you're just starting big. Why? You've got Gareth Bale. <laughs> why? I, I honestly believe, and people are, I've, I've got so much abuse online for this, I think Bale was bought for shirt signings. Or he was brought back in to, to make up some revenue because we, we knew we weren't going to have to play in the stadium, fans in the stadium. We've got a, a debt of the, on the stadium. People say we haven't. We have. We've got a billion-pound debt. I don't care what anyone says. There's no way that stadium's paid for. Um, and he was brought in for sure. I don't think Jose wanted him, if I'm perfectly honest. I think it was just a case of like a marquee match, a marquee sign, get him in, bring up the you know the morale in the club. And... He came on against you guys. I thought to myself, okay, he's got 10 minutes left. He wasn't going to particularly do much. We were 3-1 down. But he came on chewing gum. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I just, I just thought, you've been pulled on. We're 3-1 down. This is your chance now. And everyone's like, yeah, but he was great against Wickham. against <laughs> Wickham. Do you know what I mean? I feel like the Wickham side. Yeah, you you'd expect I mean? them to be good against Wickham, wouldn't just, you? He's... You know, and I just kind of thought to myself, you know, when Bow 
two going to come on then at half time, play that front with Son. You've got pace. Go against Henderson. Henderson hasn't got pace. That's one thing he hasn't got. Yeah. So you know, to play to play against him and to, and to go over, you know, ball over the top and make Son run onto it, we would have had more success. But it was it was just. And then Harry Winks was brought on. Winks, mate, I swear to God, the crab. He's, he, cannot, he cannot play a forward ball. Um, but uh, can I just interrupt you, Graham? Um, a few years back, uh, me and Matty called Henderson the crab. Now look where he is now. Well, that's because he's got talent, and that's because, <laughs> uh, that's because he's not a you know just a graduate that we have to keep for the quotas you know quotas sake. Do you know what I mean? We can't buy foreign players at the moment. Um, because of the you know the quote of the Premier League asked for, um, there was talks about bringing Ericsson back. Uh, never in a million years should he be back at Spurs after what he did. Um, but Vinicius is the same. He's, he's brought in. Jose plays him in, you know, Carabao Cup games and games against Wickham. You know, played it's no good. Marine, didn't he? He, played, he played a full game at Marine. A full game. <laughs> that, that's an insult. <laughs> Um, but that, again, they play against us. I don't think they played particularly bad. I know they're local to you guys. Mm. Um, I thought they put on a good show, to be fair. Why do you think Rufus Moore is not getting a sniff then? Because I thought he was decent, to be fair, every time I've seen him play for Spurs. Lucas Moore, the thing is with Moore is, I've said this to Steve before, that season when we got to the Champions League final, Spurs fans were completely and utterly spoiled. Uh, we, we were playing attacking football. We were getting results where we shouldn't have been getting them. More a hat-trick in the semi-final. Never in a million years would you put that on. Yeah. Um, all Moore has got is pace. He's got passion, but he's got pace. And once you once you kind of get a defender like Trent or like Robertson that can read him, he doesn't give you anything else. He puts his head down and he runs. And he doesn't... He doesn't and I, I think Mourinho sees that as he wants people that will... That's why Bale's not playing. Because he wants people that will attack and then get back. And Bow ain't going to do that. Moore ain't going to do that. That's why Lamella comes on because he runs around like a headless chicken, but he, he, he gets them down the pitch. Um, and that's what that's what Mourinho wants. But unfortunately, that's not the way Spurs play. I um, had this picture in my head that Lamella was a creative player. No, he's um, terrible. Clearly, <laughs> I, I don't watch enough Spurs games to. He's terrible. He's, he's so bad. That shows that. <laughs> Steve, speaking about where they said about um, Graham just said about bail uh, for shared sales I seen it on Twitter the other day I'm going to hit you with this see what you think Takumi Minamino's only been bought for the Asian market in the sense of he only plays the 12-30 games because they're perfect for the Asian market do you reckon that's true? I reckon that I've never really thought about that but yeah that, that could be a shout uh, I remember United doing it years ago with a South Korean guy that's the fella, yeah. I mean, he was he decent, was though. <laughs> yeah, he's probably a bit better, but I reckon a lot of that was down to share sales and commercial revenue from the Far East. Um, now, Minamino, I'm not sure how much of a of a draw he actually is to that market. Oh, he's huge. He's Japanese. He's huge. He's, I think he's anyone. the best. He's the best player in in Japan. Easily, he's it's massive for them. Um, his numbers before he came to Liverpool, obviously, he was only playing in Austria, but they were phenomenal. So he's he's massive. He's like a probably is the the modern day equivalent of of Park Sung in terms of popularity in Japan. So he's like their poster boy, yeah, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Presumes Neymar. Yeah, basically. Yeah. What would you what do you think? Um, the Ox needs to do to get back in the team, Steve, because we've seen Divock Origi come back on. I don't know if that was just <laughs> I don't know if that was more just to like 
rub salt into spares wounds that we can we can bring <laughs> the back of you. Yeah. Um, but remember this fella. <laughs> <laughs> but the ox just doesn't seem to be getting. I know he's come back from an injury, but even Curtis Jones is getting on ahead of him now, which obviously speaks volumes for him. But why do you think the ox has found himself mainly benched now? That's. I mean, I look at him and I'm thinking, what does he have to do? And then you think further back when he was at Arsenal and you're thinking, what does he have to do to get in the team? There's some, there's clearly some underlying issue there. He's, let's be honest, he's probably too busy at home shagging that gorgeous wife of his <laughs> to concentrate on football and who can blame him? But it, to the quality, you can't argue, you can see there's a, there's a player in there. I love there's definitely mind. a player there, but... For, for some reason, it's just not clicking for him. Maybe he needs, I don't know, go and play for Spurs or something. <laughs> 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 Let's <put>. <laughs> <laughs> it with, uh, with your line-up, though, Graham, don't you think it was sort of suicidal to play two midfielders against Liverpool's midfield, which included Thiago? I'd said to Steve earlier, actually. I said, um, actually, I spoke to him the day, the, the minute our team was announced if we didn't score first we were going to lose for the simple reason that we have it was it was so defensive that it played into your hands massively um tiago what he's done since he left Bayern, i mean i think i heard a stat when they were commentating that out of 10 seasons he's won nine trophies or nine leagues yeah <laughs> um 10 seasons that he's played the bloke's an absolute machine um but Unfortunately, what it what it comes down to is that when you've got class in midfield that can own a game, like Thiago, who can control it, can pass it out. When you play two against him, he was just gonna he's gonna make you look stupid. We needed to compact that midfield. The wings weren't a problem because we had you know if we wanted to put Son out on the wide, he could have been a winger. But to put Doherty uh, and I think Dave, uh, Doherty and Davis in, on, on the wings and and leave that midfield free to let a creative player like Thiago own the game was it's Mourinho I, I just don't understand it I can't he one minute he can do an amazing job like the you know the City game we, we bossed it you know okay, we, we didn't have much position but we knew what we were doing we counter attack we won United away smashed them to pieces Liverpool at home it was like Bobby was always going to score 100% he, he doesn't not score against us um, <laughs> but I, I think the way that the, the VAR in the first four minutes, five minutes of the game for both sides was a disgrace. And I think it, it changed the way the whole game was played. Um, I don't know if your keeper should have been penalised for a hand, but it did. It was outside the box well, on, re, on, on review, but obviously VAR wasn't used for that. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's all swings and roundabouts. But the bottom line of the day is, is that you was much better than us. I mean, you, you believed you were going to win from the minute you got off the bus. Um, and I think that's where the, your mentality is the different to majority of the people in the Premier League that haven't won it. So the likes of, you know, Spurs, the likes of West Ham, um, you know, the, the middle clubs, Everton's, you've got a mentality where you've won so much that you'll just have it in your mind when you get off a bus, you're going to win it. Where Spurs sit there and just be Spurs. We haven't got that, <laughs> we haven't got that big mentality. We're now back to what um, Ferguson said years ago. His team talk at United years ago was, it's only Spurs. Do you know what I mean? And that was the, that was his team talk for United, and they came out and smashed us because they knew they were going to win. And we're back there again with Mourinho. 
Speaking of VAR, um, <clears throat> Steve, it was a shambles. Um, some was offside, but I don't. I just can't stand all these armpits offsides myself personally. I think we should just let the referees be referees. People are human. People make mistakes. Uh, Allison did handle the ball on the outside of the box, but uh, like Graham said, it, it wasn't looked at. Um, and then the bo the Bobby situation. Um, was that a handball? Really? <laughs> that's such that's such a oh, tough one, isn't it? What do you say, Go? It was Dyer that handballed it originally. Yeah. Um and obviously it bounced up and hit Firmino. To give that that far back as well. Uh, it wasn't even the same passage of play, I don't think. I think it was like the second ball before the ball that was played onto him. Um yeah, VAR's ruining the game, unfortunately. Well, with the Bobby thing, I felt like he actually moved. If you watch it back and slow, he moved his arm into it a little bit. Um, so I, I would say it was handball, but then I wouldn't say that it, it should have been Spurs' ball because that was a foul all day by Dyer on Firmino. Stay here. Yeah. Like yeah. right. He had two hands around him, didn't he? It, like two hands gripping onto his shirt. So there's a foul. Then it bounces off his arm onto Firmino. Now, in slow motion... It does look like Firmino made a move towards the ball with his arm. Now, is that because he's getting fouled, or is that a deliberate I movement? I, I think it looked more That's deliberate. That's not clear enough for me. I think. Well, it if you look at the actual video, it's, if you look at the way that Dyer was holding him from behind, Dyer's left hand was underneath Firmino's arm, so it, there's no way that his arm couldn't have moved up towards the ball because it was being pressurised. And obviously, people go, oh, "Yeah, you should be saying that." Well, it's, no, it's fact. I don't like. Bullshit. Do you know what I mean? If you're gonna if you're gonna speak honestly about football, speak honestly about it. Um but you know, I'm I'm an honest Tottenham fan and it pisses people off, but I don't care. <laughs> what do you think of uh Toby Arthur Wild then getting left out? Because I would I would go as far as saying he's probably Tottenham's best centre half, isn't he? He is Tottenham's best centre half. He controls the back four, he organises it, he when 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 Yam went, which was a massive, massive mistake, um he he had he's, he was always going to stand up and be he should be captain in my opinion you know I, I think he should be the one that controls the back controls the people in front of him um, Lloris he, he's not got it anymore do you know what I mean he's 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 a good goalkeeper don't get me wrong he, he makes some amazing saves he kept us in the game early on but his decision making for the second I mean the second goal that's not a well keeper <laughs> no, no and he shouldn't be captain um, that that is um. You know, shout, all he does is shout out keepers or get out. I mean, if you, if you listen to a Spurs game, he must shout get out at the defence 15 times a game and they don't listen to him. They, <laughs> they just sit back and defend in their own box. So we need a captain that's going to believe. I mean, I think Holberg is a perfect future captain for Spurs if he stays because um, I think he's a, like a midfield dynamo. He's, he's like a, a like Stefan Freund was for us, a boss. I know, mean, I don't... I don't really. I haven't really seen much of him, but um, that goal, well, class really, wasn't it? Yeah, you off it that. I don't know if he meant it, but it was, <laughs> it was a nice slice of the ball. But yeah, you off it it, and he he's got passion, and that's one thing that Spurs players at the moment. If you look at our team, we've got three. I would say three players in our squad that would get in any team in the Premier League, in Kane, Son, and Holzberg. Um, but the rest, they're, they're just average. Yeah, well, Steve, um, you actually thought Liverpool were too slow coming out of Hoybier, didn't you? 
I did. Um, I've watched it back again, and I, I think I was probably being a bit harsh at the time. Um, <laughs> Def- definitely was, harsh. Milner yeah, was getting held. <laughs> um, there was one player, I can't remember who it was, that I was like, why hasn't he run out? And then I watched it again, and he's, he's been blocked off by one of the Spurs attackers, and I thought, okay. Yeah, it was Milner. Enough, it was Milner. Uh, it was uh, yeah, Dombele yeah. was, was blocking him off, but it was... In my opinion, it was perfect goal from Spurs. Obviously, they had someone isolating Milner who could have made come out and, and stopped the shot. So they had him undone by isolating him. Unbelievable shot, whether he meant it or not. It's it's world class, absolutely world class. And it's a goal for the club as well, which is a absolute beast of a goal there for your first. A bit like Danny Rose's. Yeah, I mean, he, he actually had the 88.3% accurate passes as well in the game. He attempted 11 long balls, won 14 uh, ground duels as well. Hobie he. He was probably Tottenham's best player um, by a country mile, really, wasn't he? He has been all season. He's, he's Mr. Consistent, mate. He, he, he does the job. He tackles. He puts the ball when he wins it back. Um, I forgot to say, actually, um, during that the, the, the three players, it should be four, really. And Dombele this season has just been a revelation. His, his control and his ball you know, winning skills, are, he's very good. Very good. I mean, I'm hoping Mourinho's found a gem in him, which... You know, we'll see. They'll probably go with Kevin's on. The only thing I don't understand with Spurs' um, tactics that game was if anyone else went into that game with Son off, like, up top, basically, the, you could quite clearly see the balls over the top were working because Liverpool had no pace in the back, but then you just seem to yep. stop them. <laughs> I don't get why. <laughs> it gets to the point where... This is why I was worried about if we scored early. Because if we scored early, what would have happened? What if Kane's goal had stood after five minutes? We were defended for eighty-five minutes. That that's, that is what Mourinho is: get the lead. Don't try and push for three or four. Just get one and, and defend. So when, once we we done it, it was like they, their mindset was: well, we've done it once and we scored. So we've done what we needed to do now, and we'll, we'll just defend. But unfortunately, they, they we haven't. We rode on. What the fuck? What is he like? I know he's a youngster. <laughs> All that, and, and it, you know, but that, he just looked at the ball. You know, that's schoolboy defending. You know, Dyer did the same, Larice did the same, for, and then you know, it was just a shambles and a complete and utter shambles. And um, it hurt more because that was that game was the one time I thought that we possibly have a chance of doing you only because of your defense, yeah. you know. And you, you know, but then when you've got your, your top three like you have, I mean, they're, they're formidable. Yeah, they are. I mean, when I, when we was in Madrid, I I was speaking to a few Tottenham fans, and I genuinely was worried for that game. Like Tottenham, are, on paper, a really really good side, got some phenomenal players. But I think your biggest mistake was probably Sach and Poch. I don't think Mourinho is a better manager than Poch. I don't know what what your thoughts is on that. It's, it's still a very sore subject. Um, <laughs> I, I I I love the man. Do you know what I mean? I think Poch. Like I said earlier, we were spoiled. We we had runs that we would never dream of, um, nights out that we could never even think would ever happen for us. Um, the attacking football, we were. It was a case of look, we're going to score goals, and you've got to score more than us to win. You know, so we you know with some five fours and five ones, and we just kind of just went just all out attack. It was great, great football to watch. Now, I mean, Pochettino, he will. I'm glad for him actually. He'll go to PSG. And he'll win trophies. And I think he deserves that. And I think it will be good for him to get to work with the likes of Neymar and to work with the likes of Mbappe, bad people with bad attitudes. And he'll learn how to, you know, deal with them. So when he comes back to Spurs and when Mourinho gets sacked, he'll <laughs> um, he'll be able to deal with the likes of 
people with egos and we'll be able to bring bigger people in and maybe can you know compete but we need centre backs, midfielders and a goalkeeper. I mean he's only working with Mbappe until this summer like isn't he because he's on his way to the Reds. That's what I say. I mean if you sign in mate I'd, <laughs> well frightening. Absolutely frightening. That's game over for everyone else if we get Mbappe. Who would you say how to team though Steve because I mean we could see in the Spurs game when Bobby Firmino is on it Liverpool are different class. If he's in the mood to play football, Liverpool are unbelievable. He he was the difference ultimately, wasn't he? Staying against Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say that for him to come in, we're going to lose one of that front three anyway. So I think whichever one of them three goes, that that's ultimately who he's replacing. I can't see us keeping that front three as long as I don't forget we've got Jota there as well. I'm bringing Mbappe in. As as good as that sounds, you can't keep all them happy. And you can't pay them all. You could. <laughs> you, could put Bobby, <laughs> you could put Bobby in centre mid where like a little bit deeper and play Salah through the middle and Mbappe on the right and then Jota comes on um, in like the foot, 60th minute and dominates as well. Yeah, it, it's an option. Um, I just think if that Mbappe deal is going to happen, we're going to have to fund it with one of them others. For me, yeah. Want to get your thoughts, Graham? Then before we we let you go on, um, Liverpool have been massively linked with. I don't really watch Arsenal games. But I'm assuming you you're probably a bit more knowledgeable than us because you absolutely can't stand them. Uh, I've got the channel. Yeah, it's all good. What's um, what's Mustafi like? Is he really as bad as everyone's saying? He'll do you a job, but he's no. The, the problem with Mustafi is that he is captain slow. He, he has got zero pace. I mean, literally zero. I think he's like 79 rated on FIFA. Like, he's awful. Um, but, um, you know, the, the thing with Mustafi is that he will do you a job um, until Virgil comes back, which, amazingly, is, when you think about it, he's not. He, he does score a few goals, but his presence in your team, it's just his presence. Like, he is just... You, you miss him so much. Um, but then at the same time, I still think you'll probably win the league. Really? With all of that. Even yeah, I, yeah, I do. Even yeah, I it's, it's Max is at the moment to lose, um, but I, I, I just think you've got that mentality about you. And like you say, Bobby Firmino is the forgotten one, but he's the one that causes so much drama across the whole pitch um, and, and panic in, in teams. But he's always the one that's never really spoken about. It's always Mane or Salah. But Firmino is is an absolute world class player, and if he keeps playing like he has been, now he seems back against Spurs. Um, yeah, you'll probably end up winning the league again. Only by a small margin, but I think you will probably win it. Well, you've got Brighton up next. Um, must win for you, really, isn't it? Because especially Arsenal are only, are only three points behind you. Know? I know you've got a game in hand, but three points behind you. Is... They were 15 points behind us in, in December. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it, I don't think it's a must win. I think it's a case of now of having to go out there and prove that you need to wear our badge. Because there's a lot of players at the moment that are dead wood in our club. And they just wear the badge and they go out there and they earn their money. And then they go home. They don't really care about the club. They don't care about the history. Um, they don't really understand how, you know, people say, oh, it's all about beating above Arsenal and finishing. No, it's not. It's not about that at all. Do you know what I mean? Arsenal no, haven't finished above us in years now. So then they're like a, a you know, a mid-league team now. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're not really, West Ham are our biggest rivals now. And that's saying something. <laughs> <laughs> you know? so, 
the same as Chelsea there. You know, we got them on Sunday. I'm not looking forward to that because it's all going to be made about about Mourinho. It's all going to be made out about him returning to these old haunts and you know Mourinho versus the new manager who I don't even know what his name is. Um, Thomas Tuchel. Uh, to be honest with you, I think he'll be all right against Chelsea because um, I'm not a massive fan of Thomas Tuchel. He's always followed. Klopp about so he, he was the manager who took over. He was Klopp's assistant at Mines, then took over, then went to Dortmund. But he's never won anything. Um, people say always oh, won the league with PSG, but anyone can win that league in France with Mbappe and Neymar and Di Maria. Um, he didn't win nothing at Dortmund. I think he's just an overhyped manager because he's young and he's he's won some things and got PSG's the Champions League final. But I don't think he I don't think he'd even worry about Chelsea. It, I, I honestly do think Tottenham have the potential to be the strongest club. In London, um, and it, it's mad to see like West Ham above you and stuff at the minute. It, the considering the team you've got, it, it's crazy. I don't understand it to be honest. No, it's, it is a um, it's, it's a it's a confusing situation because I, it seems like these players, this is their chance because they're not. Kane's going to be going if he if he don't win silverware this season. Kane and Son will be gone. And then then it's a case of rebuilding and having to start again. And we haven't got that. Um, mentality. We we need winners to to carry on. Um, you know, Klopp is. A, I know. Obviously, we talk about Mourinho being Champions League winner, this league winner, and he's got a winning mentality. Klopp's the same, but he seems to instill it into your players. Where Mourinho just pisses players off <laughs> and causes like a bad morale within the squad, and that's what's happening at Spurs now. You can see it when we play. We're not happy with the way that we're being asked to play, whereas. Klopp asked Liverpool to play a certain way and they enjoy playing that way and it shows on the pitch. I think with Mourinho, what he does is he comes in, um, he's decent. Like if you're on the Spurs documentary on Amazon, I think it is, he, he comes across decent and funny and he comes in as a decent manager and then he gets bored, starts being a divvy just so he can get his millions of payoff and then goes on to his next team. It's, it's no surprise that he gets sacked from every club that he's at. Because he knows that he's... Go on. Well, he just knows it's, it's guaranteed payout, isn't it? You yeah. haven't got to work to get paid. He's not a stupid man. He's a very clever man. Um, and he's, he's he, back in the day, he was very tactile. He knew what he was doing. He knew the tactics. He, he had a new way of playing. What's happened is now, is you've got the likes of Guardiola and Klopp that saw what he was doing and have adapted it to the modern game, whereas Mourinho is stuck in Porto. <laughs> you know I mean? it's, it's, and, it's, and it's exactly what it is and unfortunately unless you adapt to the, this game that moves and moves and moves every day you're never going to catch up with the likes of you know Guardiola I mean, Klopp is excellent it, I honestly think he's probably the best manager that I've seen in the Premier League since Ferguson yeah easily yeah easily Pep's a bold fraud yeah I mean, you mentioned about Son going as well. Um, if you don't win silverware, do you think he'd stay in the Prem? I'd love him. I'd, he's the one player in the league I'd absolutely love. Um, I would hope he would stay in the Premier League to get a chance to win something, because I don't begrudge I don't begrudge people that want to go. If you've given your club everything, and they haven't achieved, I don't begrudge you leaving to go find it elsewhere. It's the players that don't give the club everything, like Ericsson then go to Inter Milan thinking they're going to smash it and they get sat on the bench for the whole season. Do you know what I mean? So I want Kane to go. I want I want Son to go <laughs> and succeed and do well. But I don't want him to leave because obviously we'll be in shit street. 
I'll give you the shout, Graham, for a player. You were talking about a creative attacking player. Would you like Philip Coutinho in that team? No way. He is not going there. <laughs> we, uh, we should have signed uh, We should have signed Jack Grealish two seasons ago. 100%. Um, yeah. There was, there was a, 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 a contract debate. I think it was over two and a half grand, and it wasn't paid to him. Um, He's so, a paid bail, 300 grand to, a week. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a sit on the bench. Um, so, and I think Grealish would have been one. I would have took Coutinho. I was disappointed last year when we supposedly missed out on Dybala for naming rights, yeah. um, which I which I think Dybala would have been to fit in there to take over the Ericsson role would have just been well mind blowing. Yeah, he's yeah, it was all over his naming rights. Oh, he's, he's a different class, um, but unfortunately, he's, he comes with a, a name, and you've got to pay for that name and. and <laughs> Levy don't pay for Jack. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think that um, Coutinho will come back to the Prem anyway. Um, I don't think he's as good as he as he was at Liverpool. I think what's happened to Barcelona has massively knocked his confidence and I don't think that's the answer for Spurs. I think someone like Grealish, um, someone who know, who who's young and hungry rather than someone who's got no... Like someone, I've, I think if someone who's English and young and hungry like, like Grealish is perfect for Spurs, um, who will sort of get what Spurs are about. Yeah, I totally agree. And we've we, we got that Jack Clark as well from Leeds. We signed him two seasons ago. I don't think he's played... I think he's played one game for us. He's another one. He's young, he's, he's English. He could play alongside Kane. Doesn't even get a look in because he's not Mourinho's buyer. He's not Mourinho's boy. So... You have got someone in the academy. Um, he scored against Marines. He's a scouser and he's world class. To be honest, Alfie Devine. Um, I'd be very excited about him coming through. Yeah, I mean, our academy has always brought in some amazing players. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to the future. Um, unfortunately, the present is the thing that's starting to make me grey now. So <laughs> um, yeah, it's just we got to kind of get through this season. It's been a weird season anyway. Um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a strange old season. Um, and it was one that we'll never see again. So, hopefully, fans, yeah, I think the fans missing from the stadiums makes a massive difference in results. Yeah, um, I saw Everton lost today to Newcastle 2 0. Yeah, um, you know, so that was, a, that was a massive result for them to, to mess up on. Um, but yeah, and I just wanted to say as well, and I didn't get a chance to leave a comment um, regarding uh, Gerard Julio. Um, I just wanted to say what, how much of a a gentleman that man was and how much of a great manager um, he was and, and what he did for Liverpool Football Club took them up to that next level where now Klopp is continuing to uh, to take you on. And I, and I do wish you for the best for the season because I, 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 I secretly like Liverpool. Um, I don't I don't particularly <laughs> like telling people that, but I, I, they're a good club to watch. I said that um, to Steve myself because um, when I went to Madrid, I notoriously... Cockneys don't really get along with scouts. And I was when before I was going, I was saying to Steve, you can just see loads of murder. And do you know what? Every single Spurs fan I met was world class. Unbelievable. Such a nice fan base. And I come back and said to you that nicely, like, I have mm. so much respect for Tottenham after that game. Like after we won, people were walking past us on the street, shaking our hands, going, Well played, like you're an amazing team and stuff. And you just you could just tell you're a you're very similar to Liverpool in terms of your fan base. You're just passionate and you just want what's best for your club. Oh, 100%. There, there are a lot of... Um, we're the last two two or three seasons, we've had a lot more plastics come out um, that all of a sudden came out because we started being in the Champions League and we were doing really well. And I'm sure Liverpool have got thousands of plastics yeah. houses. Mm-hmm. There's a few of them at my work. Um, 
that have never been to the ground and don't care, you know, would never ever be a supporter, so to speak. But yeah, we, we are a good, we are a good fan. I don't understand the hate level that Spurs has to, you know, Chelsea haters, West Ham haters, Arsenal haters. You know, I don't understand why the hatred is there for Spurs because we are, we are a good club. We're a, we're a club built on football basics. We're, we're a club that's built on football morals. Uh, and, you know, we, we are a good footballing team. Um, maybe it's just the fact that we're, we were good back in the day and we're not so good now. We kind of live off the history. Yeah. One good thing is Everton got beat today for you, so. That is a huge reason. <laughs> <laughs> got to beat the bum boys. But, um, you know, we'll have to see how that goes. But, yeah, nice one for coming on, Graham. I appreciate it. Uh, um, I really appreciate it. Good luck with the future and the, and the season. Yeah, I'm and same for you. Sure. Hopefully, you just get rid of that boring <laughs> Brexit manager soon. <laughs> Let's hope so. And, Steve, I'll see you on uh, FIFA soon, mate, with my new team. Awesome, it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, do you know what? I've not been on FIFA since probably November. And um, I've probably forgot how to play it now. To be honest, it's the worst game going. We're never really good at it anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> yeah, nice one, Graham. See you later. See you later, mate. Cheers. So, Graham's gone. Um, time to focus mainly on on the Reds. Um, massive, massive game tomorrow, isn't it, Steve? It's mad to even put them words into our mouth. <laughs> about West Ham and David Moyes, but it's huge, isn't it? It's a big, big must-win game for Liverpool. Um, if West Ham win, they go above us. If we win, um, it puts us on to 40 points, and it's it's just it's just massive, really, isn't it? Yeah, uh, for me, it's bigger than just West Ham. I think after such a good result against Spurs, whoever we play next, now, that does happen to be West Ham, who in like position wise on the table makes a massive difference this week. But I think you've got to kick on. I think that, that game has to be the catalyst, that Spurs game, and we've now got to push on and this is going to be a test of where we are. Well, we've and also like it puts us on to forty points, it puts us back in third, level on points with United providing that day. Well we would go level on points with United, I think they don't play No, they play today, <clears throat> don't they? Against yeah, Arsenal. I think Arsenal beat them Arsenal in form today. Um by the time this goes out, the, the result would have already happened. So if, if I can predict the future, um, yeah, <laughs> I th- yeah, um, I think it could put us level on points with United. And then with four points behind City, I know they all still have a game in hand, but being four points behind City and still having to play them is massive considering how bad we've been recently, isn't it? It's incredible. Um, and it just shows the state of the league this year. For any any one team could have decided, like I think anyone in that top probably six or eight teams, if any one of them would have said at the beginning of the season, right, we're having this, they could have just took it. Yeah, well, between first and seventh, there's only eleven points. Yeah, like this time last year, we were about twenty five points clear or something, weren't we? Or, twenty, you know, yeah, twenty one points. Think it was, but then. Saying that we went, we were six points clear at Christmas, yeah, and now we're four points off the top, off the pace. I mean, City have looked good. Um, they currently winning Sheffield United one nil at the time of recording this, but Sheffield United have been decent <coughs> in recent weeks. So you never know. Even a draw there would, would do us the world of good. Um, mm. Like for the City result, Everton getting beat, a good great Graham said it's massive for them, but it's also a good result for us because that could have put them 
a point behind Liverpool with a game in hand. So they've yeah. still got a game in hand now. So even if they win that, they can't go above us, which makes me feel good because you don't want them to be above us ever, do you? No, no, it takes a little bit of pressure off, doesn't it? And whether it be Everton, whether it be West Ham, whether it be Tottenham, it's one more team who can't catch us yeah. within one result. So it's that extra little bit of pressure taken off us. And I think the more of that we see coming up in the few coming weeks, it'll, the better it'll be for our players. I mean, because even tomorrow, Leicester play Leeds before us. Um, so obviously, if if they are to get beat, which you don't know with Leeds, they could come out and dominate the team, they come out and get absolutely battered. Yeah. Uh, it'll be an interesting game. They both play attack and football. Rodgers' and Bielsa's styles of play are very similar. Very, very similar. Um, if they absolute madness of a game, couldn't it? Yeah. Um, even a draw there would be good for us, because if we win West Ham, we'll still go third. <laughs> obviously, yeah, yeah. A, a West, a Leicester losing would be better we could still go third. And the fact that we're still amongst the mix in terms of we're still fighting for the title. We're four points off if we win tomorrow off City. If they still win today, that is. If City actually get beat today, we're only a point off City if we win tomorrow. Um, which is... And that's incredible. It is really, because we've lost three games this season, drew seven. We've only just got our 10th win, which is... It's mad. Like, out of 20 games, we've only just got our 10th win. It's just not... We haven't been in Liverpool, but then someone said to me, I think it was Jay, um, he said to me that when Liverpool score a goal, this is before the United game, we'll be mm. world-class again. And yeah. we have been, haven't we? Yeah. Well, you know, for one game. So I'm just... That's what I said. Tomorrow is massive in the sense that it'll show. But I think that Tottenham game on. does them the world of good. To be honest, like Klopp, oh, sure. Klopp yeah. said after it, that was Liverpool. The, the yeah. way they played was Absolutely, Liverpool. But yeah. Trent was unbelievable in the, the um, Spurs game. And getting a goal and an assist, and his assist was an unbelievable pass. That Man, was proper Trent. Yeah, Mane getting a goal, that does him the world of confidence. Bobby being unbelievable. I think he got a goal and an assist. Man of the match performance for me. Mm-hmm. That gives does him the world of good. And then you're going into West Ham with... I mean, Salah is, is always in and out in terms of confidence, mm-hmm. but you're going into this game against West Ham with Mane confidence, Bobby confident, Trent confident, mm-hmm. Robbo's been amazing all season, Thiago had yeah. an amazing game, he's confident. I think we're going to absolutely batter them. Yeah, I, I, I never worry when we play West Ham. Um, I can't remember the time they've ever beat us. I'm sure they have, don't get me wrong, I'm sure they've beat us, but I think in recent history we've done very well against them. Um Getting back to the players, even Salah, like although his goal was ruled off for offside for a handball, he still went on and buried it. Yeah. So like they, they seem to be, I mean, fingers crossed, they, they seem to be firing all of them. I mean, the only I wouldn't even show what the West Ham. I was going to say the only worry with West Ham is in terms of their attack and play, but then I'm not worried. At all, like I was thinking, I've just been thinking about it. Then, as I said, it, I can't. I've never worry me. Yeah, they don't worry me either because, I mean, Michael Antonio is fit, which worries me a bit because he's got a bit of pace. Um, but I just don't think Moise has got it in them to to set up to beat us. <clears throat> I tell you what, I mean, I Crystal think... Palace scored two goals against them the other day. Yeah, if Antonio plays, for me. It's going to be a massive game for. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna say this now when we get onto the teams in a bit. Nat Phillips, um, 
I think it's going to be a massive game for him. I think he's got to play. Yeah, now Phillips has to play against West Ham. You've got too many. David Moyes likes big players like Suchek yeah. and stuff. They, they've got some really, like, they've got a lot of height. Physical. Yeah, physical, yeah. tall players. Uh, now Phillips has to, he's, I think in, I think I've seen a stat the other day. I'm sure in like every game he's played for Liverpool, he's never lost an aerial duel in the Prem. He's, he excites me, um, but he also scared me against Tottenham. I wouldn't go that he's... far as he excites me. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh... um, no, I mean, his it's potential. Like he's not, he's not reached anywhere near it yet. But he's a big, strong lad, right? And he he wins almost everything in the air. And within two minutes of him coming on the pitch, he absolutely cripples one of the Spurs players. And I was like, oh my god, he's a bit like, <laughs> a bit like Carragher, really. Carragher, what he was, he was a legend for us, but he wasn't world class, was he? He was just he had As the a heart. Footballer, yeah, he had yeah. the heart and the the passion and determination to to want to win. But with um, Nat Phillips, I don't think he's good enough for the Premier League myself. I think Championship's probably his level. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> if he's, well, he didn't put a foot wrong. Um, obviously, Jay on the last podcast said he, he doesn't think he should ever play football. But um, <laughs> when he but came... After that game, he did okay, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, I mean, he came on... When he played against Newcastle, he was man of the match for me, personally. Um, and then when he came on at half-time, I was just like, oh my God. You bring like I knew Matip's made of biscuits, but I was just thinking you're bringing Nat Phillips on against Henderson. Who Henderson's was to be fair to him was well class a centre half against Spurs. But when he came on, I was just thinking, oh no, he, he it, this is going to be a nightmare because um, because they had Son, uh, and then you thought, and then when Bale comes on, you're just thinking, oh my, Gareth Bale's running against Nat Phillips here. And yeah. to be fair to him, when he came on. He was fantastic. He was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I couldn't fault him. And, and I'd play him over Reese. We are as fans, doesn't it? Yeah, but I would definitely play him over Reese. Um and who, these for sure, yeah. Yeah, and who knows? That could be the end of the defensive where he's playing kids. I because before we go on to teams, do you think we're only gonna bring one centre back in? Because I don't. I think we're gonna bring two in, you know. Oh um I can't see us bringing two permanent centre backs in. If it's two, it'll be loaned. For me, we've been looking at the op from West Ham. Um, surprisingly enough, he doesn't seem to get in the team ever for them. Um, he's a young. I think that one might be a, a purchase. I think we're looking with a loan. We are asked for a loan, but I've seen that the, that West Ham said they want us loan with the guarantee of buyer. Option to buy it, yeah, yeah. yeah um, and then we've looked at uh, MLS centre half now. Well, or the American captain. Yeah, he? I don't really know much of him. Um, but obviously, I've been doing things now for LFC transfer room, like videos and stuff, and a lot of them are American. And I was speaking to them, and they said he, he is good, but like really good, but they don't think he's Premier League good. Yeah, he's he's another one of them. That'll be alone until their season starts, won't he? Because their season doesn't start for till April or something. Well, by that so point, that be, by that yeah. point, Van Dijk will be back. Um, so already, that would be ideal if he's good enough. Yeah, because they've already said Van Dijk will be back. Go, he's, he's real Gomez out in the West Ham press conference for the rest mm-hmm. of the season. He said he doesn't think he'll be back this season. We didn't say about Van Dijk. Now, Van Dijk's injury is apparently not as bad as it was first reported. In term, It was bad. It put him out for months. It yeah, was yeah. bad injury. But the man's a monster anyway. But a short-term loan's all we really need. But then I feel as though we're probably going to go and get a better centre-half in terms of Must- um, not Mustafi, Diop or someone. Yeah. And Mustafi, on, like, Mustafi's going to be a free. 
So I think that's the the option they'd look at because you can't rely on Matip. You don't really want Fabinho playing centre-half. You want him in that holding role because we've seen how good Thiago is playing further forward. So if yeah. we were to go and get the, the the American international and we were to go and get Diop, for example, it fixes it for now. And by the time the American goes back to America, Van Dijk should be back and it's him and Diop then. Um, yeah, I mean, my concern about Diop is he's not getting in the West Ham team. So, he's just out of form. Yeah, I mean, it's... And yeah, I, I think because... joining Liverpool gives you that. Like with Mustafi, he's not... Not that good, but he's also not the worst option. I was looking at his stats before. Um, I'll read some out in a sec. And he's not that bad, but like Graham said, he's very, very painfully slow. Um, but I wouldn't go. I wouldn't say that he was bad. But I'd rather get the op in the terms of he's fast. He doesn't get in the West Ham team because he's not massive. Uh, I, mean, I feel like Moyes prefers massive players. He, when he does play, he's a good defender. You know, he's very much like Matip in a sense of very underrated. He, he's times his tackles perfectly. He's fast. He's good in the air. Um, and I think to get, we looked at Conate, apparently Liverpool buying Conate in the summer. Um, Rumour has it from Leipzig. Now yeah. we've asked them about the availability of him now. And they've t- basically told us no. Obviously, we're playing them in three weeks in the Champions League. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just not going to get them. So I feel like it will probably be a loans, but I feel like Diop maybe might come in because it's only like 20 mil um, at the end of the loan if we bought him. And then I could probably maybe see massive leaving at the end of the season. Uh, so then you'd then have Van Dijk, Gomez, Canate, and Diop as your, yeah. as your options. But Mustafi... Um, He's got a tackle success rate in all his seasons in the Premier League of 73%. Um, he's at 195 interceptions, 348 header clearances. He's actually won more aerial duels than Van Dijk. Nice, okay. Um, he's won 416 aerial duels. Uh, he's, oh, he's won... No, aerial battles, sorry. He's won 674 duels. He's lost 417, which is concerning. But he's made 458 recoveries. This is in his whole time in the Premier League. And let's not forget that he's a World Cup winner. Yeah. Um, is there a stat there for um, mistakes leading to goals? Yeah. So, in, I'll let you have a guess at it. In 102 appearances, how many mistakes leading to goals do you think he's had himself? Five. Three. Okay, so that's not too bad at all. Um I don't know how many seasons he's been in the Premier League for. Uh, if he's been here for hundred and two games, you'd well, probably about four years, I'd say wouldn't. Um he's been in the Premier League for five seasons mm-hmm. and made three errors leading to goal. Yeah. So I, I can I think I can count two that Van Dyke's made that have led to goals. So that puts that into perspective. Yeah, I don't think he's as bad as people are making out. He is painfully slow. He's not that good. But then, I, I just think he's better. He's a better option than than Reese Williams and Nat Phillips, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I'd, possibly. Yeah, I'd say he's a better. He's a better option um, than them two. But we'll see. We, obviously, the we'll see tomorrow against West Ham, won't we? Yeah, we, we'll see in terms of who we bring in. Um, is it Monday window closes? Yeah, I think so, yeah. 
So I'm going through my midlife crisis, though. Bick me head and everything. <laughs> it's just, I just need to go. I wonder where the cap had gone today. I know. I've just realised I forgot to put the cap on. <laughs> so, oh, nightmare. I was trying to hide until my hair come back. <laughs> um, but it's a lockdown buzz cut. That's what we're going with. But yeah, the West Ham game, um, main threats for them. Antonio, for me. Um, oh, he's the obvious one, but I'd looking deeper into the team. Um, They've got a kid, Ben Rama, who they got from Brentford. He hasn't he hasn't hit the levels he hit at Brentford yet this season. But he's he's a real, real talent, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um he's a really good player. He will be good. It's just whether Moyes can get the best out of him. Jared Bowen, also unbelievable. I, I really, really do rate him. Declan Rice. He's still got Creswell. Yeah, Creswell, left back. Um Declan Rice. I think he's he's really good. I think he's too good for West Ham. We've been linked with him, haven't we? Yeah, I wouldn't get him. I think if we're going to get a hold of midfielder, we should look at that. Um, Calvin Phillips, and that's the only one we should look at, really. Uh, not Echon Rice, but we'll see. Uh, and then Thomas Suchek, who Mourinho dubbed as the new Fellaini, got two goals against Palace. Um, yeah. He's a good player, really good player. Ogbonne. On corners and stuff, they're a real, real the threat. They're dangerous, aren't they, for sure? Yeah. Like. And then obviously they've got Fabianski in goal, who... Is a really, really good keeper. To be fair to him, really good keeper. And then you've got he's, the, like he's got it in him to have an absolute worldie against us. Yeah, like most keepers do. Yeah, <laughs> most. I look at Nick Pope. He's been crap all season, and well, he's still had six <laughs> clean sheets or something when he played us. But he had they played like Buffon against us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's ridiculous. But I think we, every every I, every time I think of West Ham and playing them away, I just always all I can think about is times we battered them. That orange kit. Yeah, with it when the Ox was unbelievable that game. Then yeah. even when he was in the um, the old ground, was it the Boylan ground? I can't remember what it was called, but they were I felt like we always battered them there as well. And it was Upton Park, wasn't it? Oh yeah, Upton Park. Um where was I getting Boylan from that? I think that was the original name of the, the stadium. Uh, uh but yet there were they're a good team, West Ham. Moyes is a good manager, realistically. He's not like I know when to United was terrible, but Moyes is a good when you think what he's done for Everton. He got he, they were always in and around where West Ham are now. Yeah. Um we're going into the game with West Ham I know we're above them on goal difference, but they were fourth the other day. Um this West Ham team were fighting at the bottom of the table last year. The Karen Brady was saying she wanted to null and void the season because she thought they also <laughs> went down and stuff. And I'm pretty know, sure I tipped them to go down this year. I think you might have. I can't find where that. I have to find that. Thing. I'm sure I said West Brom, West Ham, and someone else. Yeah, I think you did say that they'd go down. Um, but I also said Chelsea will win the league, so you might as well be back. <laughs> I can't wait to look back at them, you know, at the final table <laughs> stands and see. Because my dark horse was Everton, and they're actually, other than today, they're flying. Newcastle beat them, but that's just Everton, and they have a few good weeks, a few bad weeks. Um, but yeah, with West Ham, I just. I just I don't like them to be honest. They're, they're a team I can't stand because more so I I got added more fuels to fire when Karen Brady was like no way the season and she's like shut up you. Um, but <laughs> they're they're a team I really really don't like at all. Um, and it's just a team that I always like to beat as well. Yeah, which we generally do. Um, if you go back over our past ten results against West Ham, I'd be surprised if there's one defeat in there. I don't know. Um, I can't remember the last time they won us, to be honest. I'll have a look now. Um, I mean, even going back probably 
15 years ago. Um, we played West Ham at Anfield and I was in the um, the boozer opposite the cop talking to a few West Ham fans and they were like, we love coming up here, but we ate it. She said, one, it's a boss day out. We love coming to watch the footy. She said, but we never, ever, ever beat you. Uh, I don't think they do. That's, we've won 77 games, drawn 37 and lost 28 total against them. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to it, to be honest, because when we're pulling in confidence, usually we go, we will fly, and I am really looking forward to it. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I am. I'm looking forward to the game. Uh, I've been a bit anxious the past few weeks about games coming up, but this one, I'm, I'm, I'm up for it already. But I might be a little bit previous because by the time tomorrow comes, I'll probably be like dead nervous again. <laughs> well, I think there'll be goals again. Like, you all laughed at me the other day when I said four 0 against Tottenham. You said no chance. It could have been four mm. one. Um, could have been. It wasn't for VAR. Yeah. So, give us your uh, line up then. Okay, so it'll be Allison, Trent, uh, Nat Phillips, Henderson, Robertson, um, Thiago, Wijnaldum, Jones, Salah, Mane, Firmino. Who's playing Holden? Thiago, unfortunately. But I think against West Ham, it won't really be required. I think we'll be on the front foot, so we won't be holding that deep anyway. I'm going to go with the same team as you. However, Genie Holden. Um, Genie Holden against Tottenham and Thiago is more advanced than look what happened. And also it feels though Liverpool have stopped just trying to ping balls, just cross, cross, cross. Although Trent's, yeah. like Trent's ball for his assist was, although it was a cross, it was a cross from the halfway line. Yeah. Um, so I feel as that though... That was a pass, not a cross. I, I looked at his stats and I think in, in that game we made 11 crosses. And in previous games, we were making like 40, 50 crosses a game. So yeah. I, th- I think we they have there's, there's something tactically changed because in the United game, in the FA Cup, we only made like 11 or 12 crosses as well. Mm-hmm. And every game before that was real high cross numbers. So I think something tactically has changed at Liverpool. Um, but I think Genie needs to hold. He, he was world-class against Tottenham. Give the man whatever he wants. If he wants a 10-year contract on 500 grand, we can give him it. Um, we don't want it he, he was brilliant. He was solid, wasn't he? And yeah, he and if you lose him for free, it's it's criminal. Like, why would you lose him for free? To I know if he, he's not going to go to anyone in the league, he'll go to someone abroad, so it's not really affecting us. But It might have been a Champions League. Yeah, I, and he's a, he's a world-class player. You don't let someone that good go for free. I know he's 30 now. I know that, I think that the, the issue is with his length of contract, he wants five, uh, three years or four, five years or something, Liverpool, and you want to give him free. Um, I can understand all that, but then Liverpool should just give him the five-year deal. And if they only want to keep him for free, sell him in three years, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's not the end of the world. Um, but he holds it against Tottenham, and we've seen just how good Thiago is. Yeah, advanced. Um, and you know, with Thiago, don't you think he plays better once he gets on a yellow card? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Man, I don't know it... whether it brings his focus back or what, whatever it does to him, but he likes to get booked, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, got numbers here. Um, for a video I've been doing for, for LFC Transfer Room. Um, by the way, everyone needs to check that out, it's gone live this week. I'm trying to find now, but Thiago. Um, he can't be far off a suspension him now I know Uh, wait till you hear this that was stats in the Bundesliga last season average per game Thiago average three dribbles 75 passes 
and six yeah. long balls. What do you reckon Thiago's pass accuracy was for the season? I would say mid-90s. 90.5%. And he, he played basically all game, all yeah. season. Um, yeah, he averages about 100 touches a game. and Yeah, and he, he gets dispossessed less than one time a game. Wow. Crazy. Crazy well, numbers. And I think we've seen... <laughs> We've seen how good he was against Tottenham because he played advanced. He's not, yeah. although he can play the holding role, he's not a holding midfielder. He's creative. He's a he's an unbelievable creative midfielder. Um, and I think. What about the score prediction? Um, I'll, I'll surprise you with mine. Like, trying to think now. Um, I don't think Jones will play. I think the Ox will play. Like a separate okay. difference to your team. Uh, that's the only difference I'd say I'd think would be would happen. I'm gonna go five one Liverpool. Nice. Okay, that's not far from what I was gonna say. I was gonna say six nil. I reckon I can see us turning up and absolutely just ticking. Every and box. West Ham will not stand a chance if that happens. I think I, I, I yeah I, I I agree with you. I I can see Salah getting two, Bobby getting two, Manny getting two. The whole from three? Yeah, the whole from three, I get two each. And you think that Salah or Mane won't be selfish if they're on two goals? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, I think I think the Ox will score. He likes playing against West Ham notoriously, even when he played for Arsenal. Mm. He's, he's good against West Ham. Um, I think the Ox will score. I'd like to see Jones kill one in as well. Always. I, I'm just excited. I'm really excited um, for the game. It's the first time I've had a buzz for the game in, in a few weeks, really. like That result has, has given me that. I feel on back that like yeah maybe we can do something with this season I'm still I'm expecting us not to win the league because it's one of them expect the worst anything better is a bonus mm-hmm. so I don't think we'll win the league I think we'll win the Champions League um, which I'm not bothered if we think that happens yeah if you, <laughs> if you win the Champions League then the league then the Champions League then the league every year I don't really care if you miss out on the other one as long as you're still winning silverware mm-hmm. um, I, I would go for go for say we'd, we'd probably do the Champions League depending on if who the centre-halves are we bringing in, because obviously we're going up against Leipzig, who are flying in the Bundesliga at the minute <laughs> yeah. without Werner. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully we, um, it's another goal fest. Hopefully we've got a few things to celebrate. And yeah, big game, stay Big game. It is, it is. That's, that's Bears one. It's just put a spring in our step as, just as fans. Now, imagine what that's done to the players. Yeah, exactly. The players we made up. Um, I think the players. I think Trent's eleven man rush performance again against West Ham. Uh, I'm expecting yeah. big things. I just hope we don't get beat. I hope we don't draw. I just want to win. Not unless. Not on, like, we just can't do anything but a win tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and then, but we'll see. We'll speak about it probably on Monday. Um, before the Brighton game on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, got some boss stats to talk about with the Brighton game. Done me research on them. So massive amounts of research on them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, nice one as always for coming on today and nice one for Graham as well for coming on uh, don't forget if you're watching on YouTube to leave a like rate and subscribe comment if you're listening on Spotify or any Apple podcasts or anything um, make sure you follow the podcast now as well it's absolutely flying over there and nice one to all the fans from around the world who are checking it out on that platform um, but yeah please do subscribe if you're watching on YouTube because we get, we're getting so many views now um, a lot more than our subscribers and when I'm looking the average is like people who are watching the whole podcast but not subscribing it takes two seconds you may think it does not and it really really helps the podcast out so please do that follow us everywhere redcast podcast and yeah hopefully another win on sunday up the reds indeed